Who will enter at number six? Crush his head like a grape. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I, I've lost count, and I'm going to stop trying to say the number, but I'm going to keep saying that every week until I actually get out of that habit. That. Yeah. Cat uh, is eating Skittles. I am. And uh, we are recording on a Sunday afternoon. It is. It's very out of our nature. Yeah. But uh, the Skittles, well, the Skittles aren't. Um, I went to the <laughs> store this week. I think. I think it was this week at some point. We got those last week before the show. Oh, okay. I went last week and <laughs> candy was on sale and I got it and I'm eating it. And yeah. that that's that's been my week. <laughs> We've actually, all things considered, had a decent week. Yeah, no. Um, I mean it's between PWX. Other than Friday. Yeah, Friday was a little iffy, hence why we're we recording record, on Sunday. No. Um like I tweeted out, family's always first here. So any delays or anything we have it's something real life came up and like i've been saying this past couple months real life is more important than wrestling sometimes guys sorry i know it's hard to believe for some of y'all but um so this week i went back to work yep how was that it wasn't too bad um excuse me while i chew i always eat the gross skittles first what are the gross ones to you orange and purple Really? Mm-hmm. I like yeah. orange and purple. So I eat those first, and then I get to the good ones later. And I mean, I'm still pissed they got rid of lime, and yeah. they changed to green apple. Green apple does not fit the rest of the flavors. No, it really doesn't. Um, but yeah, I always eat the gross ones, and I know I could just not eat them, but I, I grew up where you don't waste stuff. You don't waste candy. It's almost like not wasting alcohol. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, fine, I'll eat it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went back to work. It was pretty good. I... The one thing I love about my job is that it's a very open schedule. It, um, you know this. I don't. I work 10 to 15 days a month, and I love it, and it's great. So one day I worked a, a few hours, and then the next time I went back, I worked 12 hours. Yep. So that was the first time I've been back since everything with my dad, and I had vacation right after that. Um, so... It was good I wonder if they can hear these people screaming outside. Yeah, we have some ratchet neighbors. Um, but I should just record them. <laughs> Speaking about that, I was talking to my mom one day about how loud they are. Yeah. And she was like, you should just type up responses. Like, you should just type up the conversation that the people have out in the breezeway and go and, like, tape it on their door. And I was like, no, what's even better is I'll just stand out in the breezeway and respond to them. And then when they finally realize that I'm responding to them, maybe they'll get the picture that they're being too loud. That would be good. I thought so. Oh, man. But, okay, uh, so back to work. Sorry. I don't know. So it was it was nice to go back and do something normal. Yeah. But it, it was Thursday that I was there for 12 hours, which is why we didn't record on Thursday. Yeah. And then Friday, family stuff came up. So we will still be trying to make sure the show happens every week. The day might change a lot. It just kind of is going to depend on Kat's schedule and that kind of thing. Because I think now in the future, if we know she's going to work Thursday, we might record Wednesday. Yep. That kind of shit. So we just get it done. Um, 
Because apparently Fridays are going to be real shit days. For yeah, we, let's let's not say we're going to record on Friday ever again. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, my week was super boring as fuck. I sat in rooms during standardized testing and did nothing. Well, that's not true. I came up with tag teams. You came up with tag teams. Uh, was that Jeremy or Chris? Uh, it was Jeremy Maestro. Who came up with the idea that... One of our co-fans in our front row at PWX. Co-fans. Um, well, he's so in our official. row. I don't know what... What do you call our row? Because it's like I us. Mean, I I didn't... I don't have like a... A famous Hollywoody smush-up name for it. We, we need to think of a name for our row. Because it's like us and Jamal and... Sam and Nikki and Jeremy and Acosta. Like, we all have sat together for probably six to eight months running now. Yeah? Ever since, like, 16? Smarkfest. Smarkfest. So, Rose Smarkfest... Um, that's, that's what we'll call it tentatively. Let us know that he has reached out to management of PWX and said, Hey, you should let Doug and Cat book Team Forbes versus The Syndicate. Now, I would like to say, we're going to get to that show in a minute. We will. Uh, however, I would like to say, I 100% support this idea and would love the opportunity. However, I understand if it doesn't come fruition, you can't give some fans it because then you're going to have everybody wanting to be part of it. So I understand. But if if the people ask, we are willing. But dream booking is dream booking. Dream booking is dream booking. I actually had to throw out the list, though, this morning. Because Elvis barfed on it. Elvis barfs on everything. But uh, basically what I did is I took established tag team names and changed them just a little bit and added a third guy from PWX. So I had triplets, which was Cage, Callahan, and Ethan Case. Um, I had Lucha Things, which was Phoenix, Pentagon, and... Serpentico. Uh, John Cruz as Serpentico. So, stuff like that. I had fun. I was really bored. Yeah, you were texting me going, Hey, do you want to try to guess the tag teams based on <laughs> titles? And I was like, okay. <laughs> you got pretty close on Donk style. I did. Which was Joey, Candace, and David Starr. Yeah, I got Joey and, and uh, David. Yeah. but um, So, if you have ideas. Candace doesn't have a Donk, though. If you have, but she does a balls plex. She does. So she's going to use dong style to make it more powerful. Um, if you have ideas for trios teams that Kat and I should book versus the syndicate, let us know at Sad Podcast. Yeah, we talked about that a lot that night. Yeah. W- like for hours. We were laying in bed <laughs> going, ooh, we should do What about this? <laughs> it was um, like, we really should sleep. Yeah, but what about this one? <laughs> My personal favorite was Ricochet, Osprey, and Cade, because that one could actually happen one day and would make me exceedingly happy. And anytime Doug gets to fantasy book something, <laughs> he just like marks out like a little bitty girl. <laughs> You're not wrong. It, like he a- makes legit lists, like writes it down. And yeah. Imagine any girl in the '90s who wrote on her notebook like Leo- Effort in sync and Leo Hart Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of shit, except I wasn't that girl. Mm. That's Doug when he gets to fantasy book. <laughs> He's like, ooh, we could do this, and then their gear would look like this, and then their entrance would be like this. Yeah, that's true. It's real cute. I came up with one I didn't get to tell you about, Birds of a Feather. 
and I had the ducklings with osprey. I'm like, that's a good one. I like that one. I would have assumed it would have been ducklings and um, Dalton Castle. Oh, that would be good too. Shit. Ah, uh, good one. You're welcome. I I didn't know if Dalton Castle was available because he's got that weird Ring of Honor contract. So Fantasy I never know. Booking is dream booking. Well, I mean, then that that opens up a lot of shit. Like basically, I just want Cedric to come back and kick their ass. Ah, uh, Cedric. Um, but anyway. So, we had a pretty good day yesterday, too. We did. We went to Free Comic Book Day. Shout out to our local comic book store, The Tangled Web. Uh, Daniel's been running that shit for 20 years, and it's amazing. Um, We got us some free comics. We got some comics for my students. And we bought about $115 worth of things. So, yeah. That was good. Doug tried to touch my comics. I did try to touch her comics, and she got very upset. So if you're Don't not married yet, comics. if you're not married yet or, you know, still single and looking for the right girl, never, ever touch her comics. Without permission. Without permission. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's that. And then we went and hung out with uh, some cute kids with disabilities. With, we did. We did. With was... our friends, uh, charity organization. They were having a mini conference at the Shriners Hospital. It was super adorable. Yeah. We got super adorable. We got to do that for a little bit, and then we went to Build a Bear because we're grown ups. We grown up so hard, <laughs> but we did the we did the semi responsible thing and bought the on sale Build a Bears. We bought the on sale Build a Bears online and had them shipped to us unstuffed because you can have them shipped stuffed or unstuffed. Um, but we wanted the exciting fun adventure of stuffing them we just wanted to make sure we got what we wanted and i'm really glad we did yeah because i got the sloth and it's not only is it a sloth which is my two-toed sloth it's a two-toed sloth which which is is your super favorite my absolute super favorite other than unicorns yeah but it's like like, unicorn two-toed sloth yeah Um, that's true but readily accepted as an actual animal two-toed sloth is there you go (laughs) and they don't have them in stores yeah so I'm really glad we ordered it online. Yeah, um, they had a lot, but not the sloth. Yeah, apparently they don't carry that. those in store anymore. So there's huh. stuff online that they don't have in store. I don't think it's the other way around, though, unless it's like the accessory stuff. Yeah, some of the accessory stuff is online and not in the store. Oh, I just meant like in store and not online. I don't oh, think. Okay. I don't know. I haven't looked that close. Yeah. I know you can buy like a $30 wheelchair for your build a bear Which I'm not going to lie, I kind of want to do. But it's so expensive. It's so expensive. There was uh, a super cute little Marvel dress that I wanted for my sloth. Was it Marvel or DC? It was DC. Oh, I'm sorry. There was, it was Wonder super, Woman and Batman. There was a DC dress I wanted, but it was $13.50. And I was like, if I can buy an actual outfit for it, I have a really hard time justifying it for a stuffed animal. Yeah, that's true. So. All right. Um, so should we talk about wrestling? Meh. <laughs> I mean... This is just stupid and delicious, so it doesn't have to be. We did once have an episode entirely about Pokemon Go. Which we're by, still playing. By the way, Pokemon Go, stop with the fucking dragon scales. Yeah, I really don't no need more dragon, dragon scales. scales. I've, I've got my Kingdra. I'm good. I don't need dragon scales every week. Uh, we I would love a, a Sunstone and a King Rock. I need a King Rock for sure. Super badly. I also really need to hatch Porygon. So I can, because I have the fucking upgrade and I can't get rid of it. Because I know one day I'm going to get a goddamn Porygon. It hasn't been yet, yeah. so 
Yeah. That, that is upsetting. Um, finally, right. finally got my Grimer, though, a while back. I don't know if we talked about that on the show. Uh, I think we did, because we talked about Nate's departure and him being like, oh, I'll have like nine of those. And we're like, fuck you. Fuck you. We've only seen one ever. Fuck um, you. All right. So there was a pay-per-view we didn't watch until like Tuesday and Wednesday. We had better things going on. Like PWX. But um, we had kickoff match with Enzo and Cass and Gallows and Anderson. Oh, Cat is the picks champion, if the tweets didn't tell you. Hells yeah, I Also, I did miscalculate. It was actually four to three, not three to two. Still won. You still won. I won a little bit more stylishly, but I yes. still won. Um, Enzo and Cass beat the club. I thought this was strong, quick match. I think it was... Well done and made sense and wasn't wasn't as bad as I expected because I'm kind of burnt out on them not doing anything with the tag teams. Yeah. Um, I, I miss having really strong Enzo promos. Yeah. Uh, and I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I'm going to say it again. When they came in, they let him talk so much that people were comparing him to Piper. Yeah. They were saying, get... Get Cass out of there and let Enzo go and let him be the next Piper. Um, yeah, they let him do his catchphrases. He might get like a minute to do his pop culture references and say how you doing. Yeah. And then Cass spells soft. And if they get through it, if they don't get jumped in the middle, they uh, have a match and that's it. And I understand not letting him have five minute promos every week. But... We we need we need that Enzo. Well, and the problem is they're not putting anything better in there. Yeah. If they were putting better segments on to take time away from Enzo, I'd be like, cool. If, like, I don't think you saw this, but Brizongo's Bastion Police drama they did I on SmackDown. Heard it? Oh my god! It was NCIS style. It was it was Law and Order NCIS. Like it was everything. Yeah. And that sentence sums it up. It was everything. They were going through naming reasons to give tickets to the, all the tag teams and the Usos. That's jaywalking and Jimmy walking. Just oh, hysterical. Puns. It was lots of puns. It was beautifully delivered. More of that. We need more of that. Do that with Enzo and Cass. Yes. I didn't hate the Enzo and Rusev thing. No. A lot of people yeah, did. Yeah, they just abandoned I, that. Well, Rusev got hurt, so they had to. But they, I'm, I'm really tired of them building up these stories with... Um, Rusev, and then just Rusev bailing. and Lana, and then they just bail on it. I get things happen, yeah, but they start but finally they the building it, and I give a shit, and then it's like, mm, and we're done. And honestly, okay. for both of them, I'm not talking about in ring for Lana. I'm talking promo for Lana. They're strong enough to deserve a storyline. Yeah, like if they were top of the card, I wouldn't be mad. No. Um, I would much rather have a storyline with them than watch some of the matches that we've seen over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, I'm I'm tired of seeing. Yeah, well, hopefully that's fucking over because they're on different shows now. Uh, like, but still, yeah, you see that 15 fucking times, but they'll start a storyline that you're actually semi interested in, and then just go. So, do you want to? Since you brought up how shitty Wyatt Orton is. The House of Horrors match. Yes. The show was in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Randy shows up in a limo 
shirtless, wearing jeans. Because that's how I ride in limos, too. That's how I ride in limos. To the House of Horrors. Yes. It's nighttime. Yes. Like pitch black. Yes. So... Was it a white limo? Yes. With glow paint on it? No. Ah, oh, damn. But this was the weirdest fucking thing. Like, there was a room where baby dolls were hanging from the ceiling. He That's, trapped uh, Randy Orton under a fridge, uh, but Randy Orton somehow magically got out. Bray Wyatt traps Orton, runs out the door, gets in the limo, and is like, take me to the arena. And then starts singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. And it's, it was terrible. Bray is only good. You can do two things with Bray. You can make him funny as fuck, or you can make him terrifying. But you can't do both. You can't do both. He's good when he's terrifying, but he hasn't been terrifying in a long time. Yeah. Um, probably since his Cena feud, which was four years ago at this point. So, this match was fucking awful. I don't understand why so many people are freaked out by baby dolls. I don't know. Like, that's a, that's a huge thing. Like, clowns and baby dolls are readily accepted. Certain baby dolls, I get it. Like, some of them was just like, what the fuck is wrong with that thing? But it's not like it's scary. It's just like, who would buy that? Yeah, I I don't see it. But maybe um, it's because I had baby dolls. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Kelly had baby dolls. They never freaked me out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't I don't get the... But... I mean, granted, there are some that you're like, that doll's a little freaky looking, but you just don't buy that doll. All in all, like, this match was just bad. It made no sense. The gimmick made no sense. Why did it have to end in the arena if it's a House of Horrors match? Yeah. Um, it, it, it was bad. If you're going to a House of Horrors match, I would wear very bright colored clothing. <laughs> Possibly glow in the dark if I could pull it off. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about being in the dark. Or you could wear uh, Jericho's scarf or jacket so it yeah. would light up. Yeah. You I know gotcha. what? I would have come in with a... Uh, go, uh, ghost bum, Ghostbusters costume. Functioning costume. Yeah, with all the little lights and the proton pack and everything. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Alright. Uh, like, why would you not come prepared? You knew so, what it was going to be. I can't believe the Wyatt Orton thing they did so well with him burning down his compound. Like, they finally had me interested. And then the very next week... I didn't care anymore. Fuck this. The fucking weird shit at Mania, this House of Horrors match. Oh my god, what the fuck? Did they change writers in the middle of the segments? I don't know. It it just got bad. It's Um, just very inconsistent. Yeah. Wyatt won. Pinned him. So. Yay. Uh, Finn Balor on Miz TV. Yay. It was very direct. It was. Maurice was slaying. Finn came out and told us the Balor Club is all the WWE Universe fans. I really do not like... His lightning bolt Balor Club shit. Yes, it looks like Aleister Black's lettering. I know, and when they bring up Aleister Black, what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah. Um, But it's... It was a good Miz TV segment. I don't like what they're doing with Finn since he came back, but that's because they were having to tread water... Until he starts this feud with Wyatt. I need... I've said this before about Finn, and everyone disagreed with me. I need the demon to be something Finn can't control. 
if you're going to tell me someone's a goddamn demon king, they need to be losing control, and all of a sudden they just maul like 50 security guards, and then they look like they just woke up and be like, holy shit, what did I just do? Like that time I almost got in a fight with that guy? Yeah, or like, um, I think of the demon as like Venom and Spider-Man, that 90% of the time you're in control and you can harness it and you can do it, but the more you go into the demon, the more control he gets. That's a storyline I'm interested in seeing. That's because you're a comic book fan. I love Finn Balor. I do too. He he is an excuse to print money. However, do something with him. If you're going to leave him a bland baby face, give me a reason to care. Well, the problem is he got injured right after he came up yeah. and won the belt. And everyone was behind him. But he's been gone. For almost a year. So people don't know him anymore. Yeah. And I hate that that's the way the WWE universe is. But they need to give him a belt because then... Is Wyatt going to be the way to make Finn relevant? Hell though? no. That's what I think. They want It just doesn't make sense. Finn said he's going to go after Brock, but we're going to get Wyatt Finn till he goes after Brock. Yeah, it's like, why? Because they're setting up Brock Strowman for SummerSlam, which I don't want to see. But <sighs> All right, um, but Finn drop-kicked the shit out of Miz, and yep. that was great. Uh, next we get Jericho versus Owens. Well-worked match, and to my fucking surprise, Jericho steals the belt. And we're continuing. Yeah. That's all that needs. Yeah. Well, just to fast forward, Owens got it back on SmackDown. Thank God. And what I guess they're doing for an excuse for Jericho to be gone to do his shitty, tour. shitty heavy metal tour, um, is Owens pop-up powerbombed him like nine times. Like, he did it, like, three times, and then they had the medics come out and check on his neck and all that, and then he kept doing it. So, they're... Maybe Jericho will go away forever. No. He won't but, go away for maybe. a while. But maybe. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Aries technically won, but it was by DQ, so Neville, so Neville retains keeps the, the belt. belt. I need this belt to go to someone else. Yeah. Neville, people cared for about a week. No one cares anymore. No one cares anymore. Well, and what's what's so irritating about the cruiserweight belt being on Neville, they put it on Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, well, if we put it on someone who... People have heard of in the past. People have heard of, it'll validate it. Yeah. No! You had the cruiserweight classic, whatever it was called. Yeah, that's what it was um, called. And showcased all of these brilliant indie guys and all the things they can do. Yep. And since then, you've basically shit all over it. Well, the biggest problem is the cruiserweight division is its independent entity. They have 205 Live, and they have their own segments that don't tie to anything else. Anything else. else. The only thing that ties them to anything else is Fox. Well, and, and, and they keep bringing in... WWE guys that aren't cruiserweight classic guys who fit cruiserweight by size. And so if you're going yeah. to mix the two, mix the two. Yeah. Otherwise, get Aries and Neville out of there and let these guys show you what they can actually do. They put Kalisto and Sin Cara in the division and they haven't used them. Like Sin Cara had a match Monday and he was dressed like fucking Hugo the Hornet. But... um. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to keep bringing the the 
previously established WWE superstars in, then let lines well, be Well, and crossed. if you want me to care about the cruiserweight, let – who's their big baby face right now? Gallagher? Yes. Let's let Gallagher go up to Braun Strowman and be like, I don't think you're a gentleman. Yeah. I challenge you. And you can have Gallagher, Gallagher get his ass kicked. But you have to make me care about Gallagher. You have to make me want to see him win. He's entertaining. He's a good wrestler. He's funny. He kills a promo. And that can be said about a lot of these guys. And they signed almost all of the guys. Pretty much everybody but Saber. And we see Noam Dar. We see Gallagher. We see TJP. Yeah, is Swan hurt again? I haven't seen Swan in months. I'm not sure. I saw him. He was he in the match with Gallagher and he might have um, been another night. I wasn't paying yeah, that close Gallagher attention. And who's the other guy? Hideo Tommy, not Hideo Tommy. Um, Japanese guy. Yes, Akira Tozawa. Thank you. Mm. But those are like the only people you see. Yeah, and I'll admit I'm not watching 205 Live, but I don't have fucking time. I don't have six hours of time. I'm sorry. I'm out of time. I'm a month behind on NXT, and that's people I already know and want to see. Yep. I don't want to see Noam Dar nine times. Yeah, I really don't. Um. Anyways, so that's Cruiserweights. Moving on. Hardys versus Cesaro Sheamus. Again, better match than I expected. Yep. Um. Props to Jeff getting his fucking tooth kicked out of his head on a WWE show. Um. A lot of people are saying Sheamus is dangerous and not understanding kayfabe. I'm not saying he meant to kick his tooth out, but like they're like, oh, Sheamus is who gave Daniel Bryan the final concussion and all that shit. Dude, it's wrestling. This shit happens. Calm the fuck down. Sheamus has been around for 10 years and everybody backstage loves him. Who was it that made Natty shit herself? Paige? No one ever complained about that except for Natty. Yeah. So, anyway. Did she shit herself or piss herself? She pissed herself. Damn it. Um, Funny, but not quite as Yeah. Uh, Who shit himself? CM Punk shit himself one time. Because they gave him a bunch of antibiotics and he shit himself on SmackDown. And then Zack Ryder was wrestling a guy. And it was supposed to be like a local talent squash. And the guy's trunks just exploded on national television. So, yeah. Um... Anyways, back to the Hardys, Cesaro, Sheamus. Word on the street is WWE has bought the broken gimmick. I don't know how long it's going to be till they let him do it in full. They're letting him hint at it on Twitter a lot. Like, there's a lot of obsolete, delete, uh, broken brilliance tweets. So, I think it's coming. I just don't know when. Um, and Matt's growing his facial hair back out, so that's leading me to believe... I'm wondering if they're going to let Broken Matt kind of go off on his own and do broken things and push Jeff to top of the card. Who knows? Because Jeff is still extremely fucking popular. We will see. Um. All right. Women's championship match, even though I picked it, I'm a little Ew. saddened. Ew. Is right. Alexa Bliss defeats Bailey. Ew. That was well done. Um. Alexa's... I'm just going to cover Raw and SmackDown while we do this so we don't have to spend all day on WWE. Alexa's promo on Monday with the pedestal 
insulting everybody except for Nia Jax was goddamn hysterical, and I loved it. And when she asked the crowd to cheer for them, and they all booed her, and she was just like, how dare you? This is the perfect heel woman. She's not just a bitch to be a bitch. Like, she didn't get the belt and become a bitch. She was a bitch the whole time. So I really, really like what they're doing with Alexa. Um, I don't think Alexa's bad. I don't think she's good enough to have gotten the women's belt first. I think off both of times. Yeah, and off of Bailey and Becky seemed a little weird. Yeah. Like if she had taken it off Naomi, yeah. I'd be like, all right, yeah, I see that. Or if she had taken it off even Naya. Like I'm not a huge Naya guy. Um I would get it. I'd be like, all right, they're, you know, less established as great all time talents. But the the WWE universe is so behind Bailey. Why take it off of her? Because they gotta keep a storyline going. And How long did fucking Nikki have the belt? A year, but Nikki was rotating through the entire roster. Also, they didn't have as many women who could actually wrestle at that point. That was before the call up of. Everybody. I still don't think you have to bounce the belts around yeah. all the time. Well, New they Day don't had the belt for forever, and for I fucking loved it. Yeah, that's true. But a lot of people got burnt out on them, so it just depends on if you're into it and if you like that particular team. We love Bailey, so if Bailey had the belt for the rest of my life, I would be cool with it. But the problem is with them jumping them around. It makes it hard to care about they, anybody. They do the shit like they did with Sasha and Charlotte, where it's Sasha wins it, Charlotte wins it, Sasha wins it, Charlotte wins it. It's like. If you're going to hot potato it back and forth, yeah. don't fucking take it off somebody. Yeah, don't have the title on the line. Because I don't need to watch Charlotte win it 16 times and Sasha win it I was going to say, times. Charlotte's going to pass her dad in like two years yeah. at this rate. But like That's unnecessary. Um, if you're actually going to power through all the women, fine. Yeah. But if you're just going to pass it back and forth between two or three people, then it's fucking pointless. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. They didn't really hint at who Alexa is going to have to fight next. So I don't know if they're keeping this Bailey thing going or if they'll get Sasha and Bailey or something. They're setting right now. We're in a point. Payback kind of wraps up. All the Mania feuds once and for all. Yep. You would think Mania would be the payoff match. But, but no. Payback is the like, alright, we're done with these storylines. So now we're in set up SummerSlam mode. And I don't like this time of year for pay-per-views. Because it's like they tread water till August. Yep. And then all of a sudden shit's great again. Yep. And you're like, what the fuck, guys? Why couldn't you be doing this then? Um, alright, next match. Rollins defeats Samoa Joe. Um... I hate what they're doing to Samoa Joe. I just don't care. He's the destroyer. And you never liked Joe on NXT either. Mm -mm. He's the destroyer. He's this beast that was hired by Triple H to take out his enemies on the roster while he's not there. And you have Seth Rollins beat him with a banged up knee. And they're they're doing all this. Seth freaking Rollins is the one-legged man winning all of the ass-kicking contests. Does it really count when you beat an old man and a guy nobody knows outside of hardcore fans? I don't think so. I don't care. I know you don't. But I, No, I mean, I think that's everyone's thing right now is they're just like, I don't care. We have 
to learn who Rollins is as a babyface because we still don't know. Yep. Um, all right, we already talked about Wyatt Orton. Strowman defeats Roman Reigns to my huge surprise. I thought there was no way they were going to give this to Strowman. Um, people said the match was good. I didn't think it was anything special. Roman took some hella crazy bumps, but I feel like if you're fighting Braun Strowman, you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, and then after the match, Strowman beat the everlasting fuck out of Roman. Um, because Strowman just throws temper tantrums. And let, let's talk about this crowd. They were in San Jose. San Jose is not exactly smart central, in my opinion. Unless a bunch of people drove in from L.A. or something for the pay-per-view. We got Thank You Strowman, and then as Roman is like half dead being helped to the back, You Deserve It Chance. Now, I know it was kayfabe, so I'm not like too angry about it. I think everyone knew it was kayfabe. But if that had been a real injury, that's super fucked up. Vince fucked up booking Roman the way he did. There is nothing they can do to salvage it at this point. They have to turn him heel. There, I mean, I don't think there's anything they can do to salvage it but whatsoever. It's kind of like with Eva Marie where everyone hated her so much already. If people are going to hate him, just let him be the bad guy. Yeah, but people didn't like, oh, I want to watch Eva Marie fight hater. They just hated her entire yeah. existence. It was turn the channel. Yeah. Oh. And that's what they've done to Roman, unfortunately. There is not a yeah. goddamn thing they can do at this point. To so bad. It. It, I mean, that match, that match was fine. I, it was better than it should have been. But the fact the crowd is so venomous towards Roman. You got to wake the fuck up and fix it. And it's going to take a long time. It's not going to be overnight. Yep. But I mean, they had people finally going, hey, Roman's not that bad. And then, poof, gone. It's been terrible. I mean, they booed him for 11 minutes. Um, it, You know, he's supposed to be the big, big good guy dog that protects the WWE. But then he's losing a goddamn Braun Strowman. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't make him an underdog hero and it be his yard. Like, you, it doesn't make fucking sense. And fuck that booking. So. Alright, so that was payback. Um, people were saying it was good, but I feel like their bar was set really low. So they just didn't expect it to be solid. I would give it a solid. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't... I'm not going to show people that pay-per-view to get them into wrestling. I don't show people WWE to get them into wrestling. There's certain ones, certain matches you can show people that would work. Like, if you showed them Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens from Battleground last year, that could work. Or there was a really good Shield versus Evolution match in 2013. That's the kind of shit you could show people. But for the most part, yeah, no. You don't show them WWE to get them into it. Nope. Um, all right, so fuck that. WWE talk is done. We are still way behind on NXT. I just saw Nakamura's farewell this morning. People were crying in the audience, which sort of surprised me. It's not like Ty Dillinger, who's been there for 10 years, and he's like yours. 
he was there for a year because he couldn't speak English and Vince didn't want him on the main roster. Wow, you are cynical. What? <laughs> Do you think I'm wrong? Yeah, well, not about him being on NXT because he couldn't speak English, but if you've watched someone week in and week out for a year and he's finally getting the call up. Maybe I'm just... Did you cry at Cedric? That's different. Did you cry at Cedric? That is completely Did different. Did you cry at Cedric? That's completely different. Answer the question, yes or no. Completely different. Did you cry when Brewer left? No. I'm, I was just happy for him. I'm sad he's going to be gone, but I did not cry when Brewer left. You heartless bastard. <laughs> you heartless son um, of a bitch. Congrats to Brewer on where he's heading. I'm not going to announce anything officially because I haven't seen anything official. But um, he deserves it, and I'm really, really happy for him. He's earned it. He is one of the best referees I've ever seen. And you He's just a super great dude, too. He's a super great dude, too. And, um, yeah, he, he deserves to be working where he belongs. And that that's all I'm going to say. I don't uh, have a problem with people crying because Nakamura left. Okay. Well, you feel the way you feel about people. Fair I enough. Mean, it's, it, that's just how it is. I don't know. I just... It feels like it hasn't been a year since he came over. It feels like he's only been there a couple months. So maybe that's... What I'm forgetting. I think it's because you don't watch NXT consistently. I watch it in big chunks. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, But anyway, yeah. So let's go on to our favorite wrestling of the week, as it is every time we go. PWX Enter the Dragon in Hickory, North Carolina. Um, We had a bunch of errands to run and got on the road, actually on time for once, which made us really happy. Doug acts like we don't get on the road in time. We always are on time. We've never been late for a show. We've never been late for doors. We're always well, waiting. We would have been late for doors that time in uh, Gastonia if doors had opened on time. Barely. Yeah, but still, we would have been late. Barely. Like five, ten minutes. You know me. And you don't want to lose our seats, thank you very much. If we're five to ten minutes late, we lose the seats. Still, and you know it. Barely. <laughs> but we're always there early. Yeah, it's I know. not like well, and we were bell also, times in three minutes and we're We were also minutes. trying to grab some people if they were available um, for the show. They were not, unfortunately. But um, anyway, so we get there. Uh, the venue is nice. I like that convention center. Parking's right in front of the door. We can wait inside, so that's nice over the summer. The one thing that was different was how loud it was. Yes. Um, it's I'm, not that it was horrific. It was just a much louder venue because it was, I don't know if it was the way the room was set up or the the building materials of the, the room. Yeah, but it, it was everything a, echoed really loudly. Yeah. But I will give it, on top of that, for the first time, I could hear every word of a promo. The sound was on point there. Also, we need to talk about guardrails were gone. Yes, they were. And it was fantastic. Now, there was no need for them at this show because the chairs weren't ours and obviously the roster had been warned to <laughs> Don't not, fuck up the chairs. Not break the chairs. But um 
No guardrails. Let's keep that going. Yeah, that was great. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. So we're waiting inside the venue. And we're just chilling. You know, we got our wristbands. We're waiting on the rest of our six people to get there because, you know, they run later than we do. Because they're not insane like Because they're not on time, according <laughs> to Doug. So, uh... We're just standing there, hanging out, talking to Jamal and Chris and all these different people, both Chris's, since we know two Chris's now. All the Chris's. And, you know, we talked to Mikey, we talked to a few guys. Uh, what was the guy's name that was running the ticket window thing? I don't actually know his name. I think it was Elijah. He was a nice guy. I, I don't actually know his name. Uh, he has Mason tattoos. Like Okay. And uh, he's a Clemson fan. Okay. So he always wears a ball cap. Really nice guy. Yeah. But I don't know his name. Okay. So um, I'll have to find it out. But he's always been super nice. Yeah. We talked to Mikey, the Ducks roll in, that kind of thing. Well, then we have a slight dilemma. Dilemma. The goddamn syndicate comes to fuck with the crowd. The goddamn syndicate. That's Not just the, the syndicate, the goddamn syndicate. That's what they do. I mean, I get it. That's what they do. Nope, oh. I don't know what that is, sorry. <laughs> so, Tommy's been fucking with the crowd ever since I started going to PWX. He used to stick his head out the locked door and be like, hey, we're not opening doors yet, and then go back in. Yeah. Um. So, I'm not surprised by any of this. Well, they roam around the crowd, and they're making fun of people, and whatever. Then they see us. Well, they see you, because I was well, yeah. dicking around on my phone. We we have uh, established Timmy Lou Retton... Is an ableist. Is a notorious ableist. And he sees me, and he's the one who started shit. He goes, hey, it's my favorite person. And I'm like, ah, shit, here we go. So, they start talking shit. Um, you know, asking where the rest of my body is. Motioning where I have no legs. Although, Tommy, if you're going to do that, point the phone down. Yeah, because you were pointing at the fucking table. Yeah. Point the phone where you're motioning. And I got sick of their shit. So, I jumped out of my chair. Tommy screams like a little girl. They so does Timmy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. He also laughs like a a small 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 girl on helium. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a demonic female smurf. I actually worry about his vocal cords. <laughs> so anyways, I jump out of my chair ready to, you know, talk some shit. Bite some ankles. Yeah. Um, you know, pull a little tainted love or two. Well, I greatly underestimated their balls. You know, because the way they scream like girls, I assume they didn't have any. Uh, TJ Boss proceeds to pick me up off the ground by my armpits, pick me up over his head, and put me on the wall and ask if we have a problem. My response was going to be, well, your manager can't fucking dress, but for once, Tommy's clothes matched. So I just kind of shrugged at him. Um... I wasn't really sure what to do. 
Because I didn't want to fight back because if the guy dropped me, I was going to get way more hurt than fighting him. True. You know? So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to sit back for a second and let this pass on by. While I'm up there, they knock over my wheelchair. Spare change goes flying Spare change goes everywhere. Which I think was probably good because it sounded like it was breaking. Just everywhere. Just metal going... Um, and he finally, TJ Boss, lets me down, tells Cat to take me and just hands me to Cat. Just like shoves Doug into my chest. Take him! And then they leave. If you've never been hand, like forcefully handed a Douglas, <laughs> it's a really odd experience. I bet. It's, it's definitely different. Um, needless to say, I've been going to PWX for... Years. Two and a half years at this point. Um, one of our, you know, PWX family and the fans put on Facebook, I just witnessed the most heinous act in PWX history. I can't really disagree. Fuck those guys. Huge Fuck excellent. them hard. So. My desire to, like... Like, vehemently physically harm Timmy Lou Retton is continuing to rise. Yeah. As time goes on. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty good about containing myself, but he's tap dancing on that last nerve. Yeah. Yeah. He's really, really working on it. So, um, Syndicate, fuck you. I hope whoever comes in to fight you next month kicks your goddamn heads off, and I can't wait to watch it happen. Um, needless to say, though, this did not affect how great of a show this was. No. Uh, I refuse to let them have any impact yeah. on my enjoyment of PWS. Um, Elvis trying to eat your candy. Whatever. He'll be fine. <laughs> He's just licking the bag. Okay. When he steals a candy box, I'm going to laugh. If he steals a candy box, I'm not even going to be mad. I'm just going to be impressed. He will. I've seen him steal all sorts of shit. Alright, um, we started with a pre-show match. The Alpha Gladiator Brady Pierce defeated Wildman Congo. Um, Congo had a bandana, and we weren't sure he was going to ever take it off. Yeah, I was actually quite concerned about his breathing Yeah, with uh, that. I don't know how you would wrestle like that. Um, Congo, I, I told Sam and Nikki this, Congo is my actual beach body. Your actual beach body. My actual beach body. <laughs> That's what I look like. All right. Well, um, it, this wasn't a bad match. It was just really loud. It was. So they did loud. a lot. Well, of, and these were two guys we'd never seen before, and and they were doing a lot of power moves, like big spine busters and mm-hmm. stomps. It it was hard to watch the moves without going more deaf. Yes. So it, it made it tough to watch. Um, but not a bad match. Brady Pierce came out on top, um, which felt right. All right, so we opened the show with our quickie with White Mike. Indeed we did. This is probably as dirty as you can get and still call yourselves family friendly. Yeah. Um, hilarious, by the way. Mike is basically doing his Miz TV. Yes. Um. That is an accurate. He's going to bring out Tracer X to be his guest. Well, the revolt interrupts. 
What are we watching now? I don't know. Things just keep popping up on my well, phone. Quit clicking on your phone during the show. I will do as I damn well please. <laughs> um, Bite my nuggets. You have nuggets? Yes. Huh. That's that's a question mark for me. Um. So, Revolt interrupts. Tracer then comes in and says, well, Revolt, we're sick of your shit. I got Team Tracer already right here. Uh, the Green Bastard was busy. You're not the Nightman, so I can't use Dayman. So I like he tied it to all his social media posts. So, White Mike, why don't you join up with me? And then they said, oh, and I got somebody else who hates the Revolt almost as much as I do. And then some John Cougar Mellencamp plays, and we get the return of Man Scout Jake Manning. Indeed we do. Which was awesome. Um, The match was good, what you would expect from all these guys. However, White Mike ends up costing the team the win. So the Revolt still continuing to run roughshod all over everyone they encounter in PWX. Yep. Um, so who do you think is going to be their downfall? Hmm. I don't know, actually. Is it going to be someone we see every month, or are we going to have to bring bring in some outside help to kick their ass? I think we're probably going to have to bring in some outside help, because I think they know everyone's moveset a little too well in PWX. That's true. They did train, like, half the guys. Yeah. Which doesn't help. Um, alright, so next... We get real Josh Cutshaw and his birdcage. We decided it was a birdcage, right? Uh, actually, I talked to him. Yeah? It was something that was custom made. Really? Yes. Huh. Okay. Uh, before we go on, Cutshaw is the physical embodiment yeah. of PMS. Okay. Like 100%. Any woman, girl, anyone who's ever had any PMS bouts can tell you. Okay. He is an actual, factual, physical embodiment of that. Because there's like that, in the ring, he is? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Because there's that moment of, uh, I'm going crazy. I'm going to rip my fucking hair out. Like, I just want to harm everyone around me. And then he gets chocolate and he's like a super nice guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we need to try that like, there next are month. Various, we need to have chocolate to give Josh Cutshaw. There are various, like phases of psychosis when you're pmsing yeah there's that like get the fuck away from me i'm completely insane and then there's i'm going to rip your head off he he does it so well okay um so we got josh cutshaw versus chris main Mm -hmm. uh we've seen chris main before i enjoy him um i think he's he's somebody keep an eye on i know he's not a regular yet but um i would like to see him more um, and Cutshaw's been around a bit on pre-show matches and stuff, so he's pretty well known in PWX. Good match. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good bit of back and forth, but I feel like it was mainly on Cutshaw's shoulders. Um, I enjoy watching Cutshaw. I need his straight jacket to be a little bit dirtier. Okay. Because it's a little too... It's not that it's pristine looking. It just, I need some, like... It doesn't match the amount of crazy he portrays. Yeah, I need some yeah. dirt, some blood, maybe some snot on it. Like, <laughs> I need right. it to be a little bit grimier. Okay, cool. Uh, so we want grimy, insane Josh Cutshaw. I mean, if you, you've you ever been in an actual straight jacket... Yeah, fair enough. 
it's going to have some food on it. It's yeah. going to have some drool, you know. It, it's it's going to be a little uh, worse for the wear. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Cutshaw got the win. Uh, not surprisingly at all. But I want to see Cutshaw in a long-term something. Like, these one-offs are great, but I would like to see what he could do with a feud. I thought you meant you wanted him to date somebody. No. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if he has a significant other or not. What if Cutshaw and White Mike are together? Yes. All right. Next, we get the one part of the show we didn't give a fuck about. Hollis comes out, talks shit about Skyler. Skyler comes out to, you know, try to reach out to his former brother. Well... Gunner comes in and bitches at both of them. And I was hoping Gunner was going to play the part of Abe Lincoln in Epic Rap Battles of History. And just slap both of them. And just be like, I'm going to reach across the aisle and bitch smack you as equals. Yes. However, Gunner turns on Skyler and just clotheslines the everlasting fuck out of him. And then walks out with Hollis. Uh, Skyler gets up pretty defeated. And they were all still in street gear. Yes. Like, still wearing t-shirts and jeans and stuff um it didn't get announced we were getting a match it just sort of happened later so we'll get to that the aftermath next we got my match of the night um we got john cruz and angel rose as the lucha world order against pop culture jason cade and beta scott this match was phenomenal um second they started they announced it as mixed tag but the second they started, they said, why don't we do intergender? And we lost our shit. We were like, yes, fucking please. We tried to start an intergender chant, but it was moving so fast that we couldn't get it in. Um, and then, <laughs> I'm 12-year-old humor. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was moving so fast we couldn't get it in. Ha, ha, ha. And then uh, we ended up not just with intergender, but intergender under lucha rules. Which was even better. Yes, it was. The number of insane spots I can't believe happened in this match was awesome. Double All- Canadian Destroyer. Done by the women onto the guys. Let's point that out, too. Because I think that matters. Um, this is a match you could show people who don't like intergender and don't like women's wrestling. And be like, fuck you, get out of here. That match was this a giant awesome. fuck you to anyone who thinks that women can't wrestle. Um, we saw a double swanton. Yeah. We saw a lot of back and forth. I, I always love in multi-man matches when they have stuff planned for more than just two people. Yes. And they obviously did. Um, the, this match was great, and I need to go back and watch it again it so I can phenomenal. see everything. But It was absolutely wow. phenomenal. Um, the one... Sad thing that did happen. Angel did, in fact, dislocate her elbow. And we saw it, and it was bad. It was brutal looking. Um, She ended up going to the hospital. They got it back in. From everything that I've heard, she's doing okay. Uh, We talked to Cade later that night, and they were all traveling together. Um, Cade and Veda weren't around after the show because they had gone to the hospital to meet John and Angel. Yeah, I talked to John right before he left and said, hey, let her... So let her know we're sending our love and 
yeah. hope that she um, recovers quickly. But Cade said she was good. They were driving home, and she was the only one still awake with him on the drive home. So um, yeah, it was. I, I hope there was no significant damage, um, and we would love to see her back soon. Yes, because uh, man, she's good. But she's she's so good and so fun. Oh, she's but she could also be like badass too. Like a lot of times you don't get the fun and the badass at the same time. Yeah. You know? She but is a you do she is her. a very good combination. Um, and it's not that she's comedy fun, she's just fun. Yeah. She's just like that badass bitch that you want to be friends with. But she's not the heel, so she's badass in that she's gonna she do can flips just, and shit to yeah. kick your ass. Versus, you know, I'm just going to stomp you in the corner and pull your hair. Yeah, she is badass bitch on the indies. Yeah. Where in the indies, you don't have to have bubblegum pop princess or right. super bitch girl. Yes. Which is why I love the indies so much. Um, but this match, my little my little smart heart was just in heaven. Yeah. Because I, I got my intergender match. It was everything I wanted. Uh, the only way it could have been better is if Angel hadn't gotten hurt. Because I hate to see anyone get injured. I hate, I hate that she was in so much pain. Because there's no way you're not in pain. Yeah, we, when you, when we you, heard her talking to the guys too. It was bad. Well, you could just look at it yeah. and and tell how painful it was. As yeah. someone who's had it, had something come out of socket fully like that, it's awful. It's yep. very painful. Um, so. I hope yeah. that she's still recovering well and taking then, the time if, she needs to take. And If you're going to have to get hurt, what a match to do it on. Yeah. That, that was a hell of a match. Um, next, the Syndicate's music drops. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. No one gives a shit. And Tommy comes out and he talks some shit about how Elijah is giving us what we want. What I want is Elijah to go away. Yes. That's how he can give me what we yeah. what we want. Speaking um, of, Elijah has the same, not quite as severe, but the same weird, weird nipple situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was more interested in his weird ass nipples. Yes. Which was it White Mike that referred to them as dinner plates? Yes, White Mike did refer to Elijah's nipples. Yes. Uh yeah. White Mike's apparently a part of the nip brigade and yes. we just didn't know. Um Nip Brigade, by the way, I we haven't talked about this officially. Uh, Kat, myself, Sam, Nikki, we're slowly pulling Acosta in. Acosta's so uncomfortable, <laughs> uh-huh. but, but can't deny that it's happening. <laughs> Some of the guys we were sitting with that were sitting behind us, um, if I remembered your names, I would tell you. I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, but the Nip Brigade has begun, and every month there will be analysis of at least one match's nipples. Oh, we talk about nips every match. We talk about it every match at the show, but I'm saying on this show, the nips will be discussed at least one time a week. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so, we get basically Elijah Evans doing an open challenge. because But Jay- the only person who couldn't enter was James Drake. Right, because due to contract bullshit, the way Drake got the TV title and Elijah never got his rematch, blah, blah, blah. Tommy found some loophole in a contract because Tommy's an asshole. And Eliza's, and Eliza's a pussy a, bitch. Yeah, pussy bitch. So we got one of my new favorite things in indie wrestling. Yes. All the yeses. If you have not seen Sugar Dunkerton, 
You need to go look him up right now. Hang your belts, all your belts, just on all Duncan. your belts on Sugar Duncan. This guy, all of them, women's diva, you know, heavyweight, all of them. If you combined <laughs> Jimi Hendrix and Shaft with Dalton Castle and Prince and Prince, that's Sugar Dunkerton. He is everything, and I want to see him every month from now till forever. Yeah, and and throw in a little Rich Swan and Patrick. Clark. Yes. But he's like what Patrick Clark is trying to, to be, be unsuccessfully. Yeah. Um, Sugar Dunkerton is my new favorite thing on the Indies. He's phenomenal. I cannot wait to see more of this guy. Um, Brian, I, bring him back for all the matches. I saw him tweeting, hey, I'm going to be bringing the Sugar to PWX for the first time. Hope it goes well. Dude, it went well. All you, the matches, you Brian. You amazing. You you are my new favorite thing that PWX has shown me. All the matches. Um, which includes things like James Drake. I didn't know who he was re- until he came to PWX. Lot, lots of stuff has been shown to me through PWX's lens. And I love And Sugar Dunkerton. More, please. Um, he, unfortunately, could not take the belt off Elijah. No sledgehammer was involved. But, fuck. Yeah. Um... That was disappointing. That was disappointing. So we had the syndicate once, which is always draining on us because we hate my we hate them so much. <laughs> my rage level and like my don't give a fuck level and my I just want to hurt you, you level. You know, on old cartoons when they get angry and they do the thermometer in their brain and it like explodes. explodes. We do me. that for the syndicate. However. Once you do it once, you need a little time to come back down. Yep. Unfortunately, we did not get that time. Maybe Tom- 30 seconds. Tommy left with a mic after the match. We're like, why the fuck does Tommy still have a mic? I just assume Tommy's stealing things. Yeah. Uh, like, Tommy's that person I'm imagining is just, like, for that. shoving, like, Waffle House cutlery in I his I feel pockets. like he's the guy at the hotel who takes all the shampoo and soap. And, like, if he sees the maid cart... He yes. takes his duffel bag out there and is, like, shoveling yes. it in. It's not um, a race thing. It's a Tommy thing. And that's why I know his clothes match, because that's also how he gets his clothes, the stuff people left in the hotel rooms. He's a lost and found bandit? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> All right, so... That so, might be the best description I've ever heard of, Tommy. The syndicate comes out. Thank you for the ankle massage, producer Sammy. Um, that was nice. The syndicate comes out, and Cat had been kind of... Boiling over from the incident before the show. So, Timmy and Tommy and TJ are doing their shit. And, of course, decide to come make fun of me more. I I am a very nice person. <laughs> to a point. When you cross that point, though... You're fucking done. I'm not a nice person anymore. I've only seen Cat be angry, like legitimately angry, like three times, y'all. You don't want to see that shit. It's terrifying. I got this from my dad. Yeah. It, it, it It's that, it's not fight or flight, it's, is it worth me going to jail? Yeah. And because if I decide I'm going to hurt somebody, I'm going to jail. And when Cat gets to that point, it's like... It's not fucking like I'm gonna hit you and walk away. It's, it's I'm, I'm going, going to, to throw you, you through the window until and you're you. not moving anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there is one time in my life 
And I didn't see it. I heard the story of this where my dad was so mad that a war vet said to the other guy, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because it was a situation that my dad wasn't just going to kick this guy's ass. He was going to fucking kill him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I am. Yep. It's true. So anyway, Tommy comes over to fuck with me. I think Timmy was with him. And Kat's sick of their shit. So stands up and gets in their face. Um, If it hadn't been for not wanting to get kicked out, I'm not sure what would have happened. I would have loved to see it. I I think this would have gone one of a few ways. Okay. Option one. Option one. The way it did. The way it did. Option two. The way I, it did is security came over and kind of separated shit and, you know. Yeah. Um, I accepted that I did not want to be kicked out of PWX because there were still matches I wanted to see. And I re- I refused to let Tommy be the reason I'm not seeing something I want to see. Right. Right. Um, option two was I start throwing fucking punches. And I don't think as pissed off as I was and why I was fighting that anyone could have stopped me. Yeah. No. You and TJ Boss would have been an interesting matchup. Just saying. And I'm one of those people. I know how to fight. I know how to use my opponent's weaknesses against them. Like, I'm I'm not saying I'm the best fucking fighter ever. But I don't think I would have had much of a problem even with the three of them there. Because of my rage. Well, and I really think, too, that if something had gone down, you know uh, our buddy Big Chris would have been right there with you yep um because he don't play that shit he got in tommy's face and uh shelby yeah and I, i'm i'm not sure i would have needed backup though you probably wouldn't have but as far as if something had gone down you would have had it oh yeah um i don't doubt that uh so james drake would have yeah heard and quickly been out there yeah so anyways that gets broke up they get in the ring and we're just like Fuming. Yeah, uh, the fucking the thermometer has not just broken; it has erupted like fucking Pompeii. Everyone feels like they're sitting in actual hell just yeah, from like um, the heat coming off. The of us. the number of messages we have received since this show, making sure we are okay. Oh, first of all, thank you guys. They're making sure Doug's okay. Let's be honest. No, they were checking on you too because they're afraid I killed somebody. First of all, thank you guys for reaching out. Um. Don't worry, we're 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 adults. We can handle it. Um, but yeah, so we get through that. I I can honestly say that I am so fucking done with their shit. Yeah. That next time, I might not worry about getting kicked out. Yeah. Like I yeah. I'm done with Timmy being an ableist. I'm done with Tommy thinking he fucking runs the world. And I'm done with them thinking that TJ Boss is a big enough badass to keep anyone from messing with them. Because newsflash, I don't care if I'm smaller than you, I'll still whip your ass. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, my goal is to make Tommy cry. I think you could. I, I think I could without really trying all that hard. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh my god. If I get Timmy to cry for his mom... My life will be made. Okay. 
Well, we'll gum for that next month. <sighs> Anyways, the uh, the tough guys come out. First of all, their entrance music was Black Betty. Great song. Fantastic song. Great song. And then these guys, their entrance was probably five to six minutes, and it was so fucking fun. It was great. The, the energy they brought was so needed after this syndicate bullshit. Yes, it was. It's just clapping and getting in the crowd and standing on chairs and just singing fucking Black Betty and... Towel whips for days. Towel whipping the syndicate and uh, the magic trick. Oh, the magic trick was so good. And then happy. So good. Fucking amazeballs. So Um, good. And funny enough, we talked about this after the show. Bob and Tough Tim Hughes have a very old style of working. They're very much like the Andersons or like the Revival. They're not doing flips and shit. But they made it fun. They did. Um, they made me want to see more. Yeah, just because you're a power guy doesn't mean you yeah. can't be enjoyable. And well, You don't have to be, you know, edgy, stone badass. Yeah. You can be a fun There's power a guy. place... For these guys, and they just proved that you don't have to do crazy high-flying shit yeah. to get over. Yep. Um, it's all about an energy and about a persona and about getting the crowd into it. They were fucking awesome. They were phenomenal. Um, we have two shirts from them now. We do. Um, we but yeah, do. Uh, please bring them back if you at all can. I know Bob came from a long fucking ways away. Yeah, I talked to them. If you ever get the chance to speak to these guys one-on-one, um, and they're wearing their tough guy's black shirt yeah. with a guy smoking a cigarette, holding a cat, go ask them about it. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, these guys are super approachable, super nice, um, super grateful to be there. I mean, that it was it was an extremely pleasant experience, and I would love to see them over and over again. Yeah. Uh, if you can give me that... That energy, I'm in. Yeah. Like, every time. Can you imagine them and Sugar Duncanton Teaming up. Yes. Doing anything. It doesn't even have to be anything. I just want to go to, I want to go to breakfast with them. Or brunch. (laughs) Go to Waffle House with them. Yes. Yeah. That would be fun. Actually, can we go to Bob Evans with Bob Evans? Yes. Because I think that would be hysterical. Yeah. Um, All right. Next up, we got probably our biggest disappointment of the night. Uh, We're not sure what happened. But Martin Stone was unable to make it, um, which is a bummer. We it's, love it's, him. Not seeing Martin is always sad. And we hope everything's okay. Yep. Um, I haven't seen any news to indicate that anything bad happened. It might have just been a travel snafu that happens, hence card subject to change. However, uh, you know, Drake comes out and says, well, Martin's not here, but I'd love to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> no, he, he says... I'm dressed, I'm in the ring, I'm going to kick somebody's yeah. ass. And we got Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Now, you probably don't know this guy. I was not v- well-versed in him. He's from Combat Zone, CZW. We've had a lot of guys trying to invade PWX from CZW. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. PWX has whoops their ass every time. Now, uh, Maxwell... Maxwell Jacob Friedman, or MJF, as I saw him referred to, it's kind of like what if Jericho wasn't 45 and moving in Jell-O? That was kind of his gimmicks, is y'all are a bunch of hicks and morons and 
I'm better than you and I'm rich and I do what I want. As far as heel antics, I thought it was pretty good. Um, didn't, didn't see anything that particularly like made me go, wow, I really want to see this guy more. He did make you give a shit though, which yeah, he made me want to see him get his ass kicked. hundred percent. Um, and it, you know, it wasn't like he did anything revolutionary. He just came in and talked shit. But about he came everyone. in, he talked shit, and I believed he felt that way. I didn't feel like he was trying to get cheap heat. No, it was. He came in. I'm legit. a badass. He had a fucking Burberry scarf and shit, like like a knockoff Burberry yeah, scarf. But though. he would have claimed it was real. That yeah. shit. Um, but it was one of those like fat. It wasn't a scarf. Scarf. It was like a fashion fall scarf. Yes. So it looks like he went into his mom's closet and got it. So, following the match, MJF attacks the ref and promises promises to turn PWX into a combat zone. Good um, luck. Good luck. Many have tried before you, motherfucker. And honestly, if you're going to start shit with Drake, you better be ready. <laughs> you're going to gonna need it. luck. Yeah. You're going to need a lot of luck. Because that guy is going to whoop, whoop your ass. All right. Uh, next up, we get... Tag Team Champs, Ugly Ducklings versus Roscoe Eat Lisa. Uh, their names are Zach Sawyers and Mikey McFinnigan. Now, going back to the fashion foundation of this show. Gator Tits Bark Bark is on their trunk. Yes. I need to know what that means. I don't know, but you hear Mikey McFinnigan and you expect someone in a kilt. Yeah, but he's like kind of white Mike caliber with Einstein hair. That hair, it that hair looks like what you always see in a cartoon when someone sticks their finger in a mm-hmm. light socket, and I was fascinated by it. Yeah, I'm fascinated by Roscoe Lisa. This match ended up being short. I'm not sure why. It felt fast. Maybe it wasn't. It was but, a very fast paced match. Um, most duck matches though are fast paced. Yeah, but I've seen them. Maybe it's not been since I got the belts, but I've seen I've seen longer worked matches with them with guys of this caliber and it's been great. Like remember LWO versus the Ducklings. I'm not saying they haven't had long matches, Um, but all of them have been like go, go, go. But I would love to see more of Roscoe Eat Lisa and figure out who they are and stuff. I demand something even though I'm I'm not asking them to put their mustaches on the line. Mikey Mike Finnegan goes by White Mike. We had two white mics at the show, but we didn't have a gimmick battle for the name of White Mike. Come on. That has to happen, right? Brian. I want White Mike versus White Mike for the official White Mike of PWX. Also, um, Lance, that's not how ducks pee. <laughs> yeah, there was a quack bark pee battle. It was. It was fun. Not how ducks pee. Uh, you gotta love the ducklings. Mikey was around doing Mikey things. Um, it's very, very hard not to love these guys. We haven't mentioned this yet because we loved this show. Indeed we did. This crowd... Was awful. Was fucking bullshit. We very nearly did a fuck this crowd chant. Yeah. Um, this match was goddamn fantastic. There have been, at this point in the show, there have been so many brilliant matches. Chanting is a part of indie wrestling. Yes. It's a part of most wrestling, but it's especially a part of indie wrestling. But at indie wrestling, you don't have to worry about 
I got to get 15,000 other motherfuckers to do this. You just got to get like a few. Yeah. Five to 10. And that place is going to go crazy. With our group of six, our official group of six. Yeah. And then Acosta and Jamal's group and Chris, we could not get anything going. Get anything going. Now, there's another group of guys that go. Yes. And typically their chant game is very strong. Yes. I'm not sure if it was a pissing contest or what, but if they didn't start the chant, they weren't having it. Yeah, that was weird. It was really odd. Because usually they'll join in. Yeah, but... But I will say, too, we were going with more non-traditional chants this time. It's true. Than we usually did. Um, but even still, traditional chants yeah, weren't getting weren't, over. It was an this, extremely awful So crowd. I would like to say to any talent listening, that is not indicative of the usual crowd. That PWX. crowd was terrible. The fact there was crickets during the Ducklings baffled me. There were crickets at a lot of spots where it was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was like, pretty quiet during um, LWO and... That Pop one culture. started out fucking dead silent. Thankfully, the, the crowd finally like woke like, the fuck up. Like bought in, yeah. But, but it was an extremely awful crowd. Um, and we're not saying that like the people were dicks or whatever. We're saying, guys, if you're gonna be there, be there. Get into it. Cheer. Get off your fucking phone. I have stopped taking notes on the shows. I used to. Yep. Because. I kept missing stuff. Yep. I said, I want to be a part of this. I want to feel this. I don't want to be so worried about the damn podcast that I missed the show. And I would watch the DVDs and like half the time I'm looking at my phone, taking notes. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm stopping taking notes. Yep. This match deserved so much more than it got. And most of this show deserves so much more than it got from the crowd. Yeah. Um, and I'll, Hickory's not usually like that. Hickory's usually pretty loud. Yeah. So I was, was surprised. It was a terrible crowd. It was so crowd. quiet. It, it might have been the worst crowd that we've ever encountered <clears throat> at PWX. At PWX, yes. We've seen quieter at Queens of Combat. Yeah, but, but at, at strictly yeah. PWX, it might be the yeah, worst crowd. Yeah, it was the quietest crowd we've ever seen. Yeah. Um. So after the match, Ducklings hang on uh, with the Duck Stay device. Also, that one where they launch Lance into the... Guys in the turnbuckle, do you know what that one's called? No. Launchpad McQuack. Fantastic. Yeah, I love all the duck references. Fantastic. We need a Darkwing Duck movie. Um, so, are you getting to the, the, the what happens after this match? Yes. Okay. The Syndicate returns. Three segments is too much. We Those don't fuckers don't times. deserve two. Three. Three segments of the Syndicate. They come out and just fucking bull rush... The ducks and destroy them. Just leave them dead on the side of the ring. They broke the clipboard. The clipboard. And. Well, they killed Mikey with it. Then they broke it. And they broke the duck call, which uh, can we point out that Tommy couldn't fucking break the duck call at first? Well, like he's trying to stomp on it. It's duct tape. It's it's pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> plastic and duct tape can't. <laughs> no match for for brutal string. That fucker had to step on it like three or four times before he even like dented it. I was like, really, yeah. Tommy? Yeah. Maybe um, leave the wrestling to the big boys. Yeah. And then I think TJ had to come break it for him or something. Yeah. It's like, Tommy, really? 
Yeah. I have no And then the struggles of watching them try to break the clipboard. Like, I was deeply offended that they broke it in the first place. But the struggle (laughs) of watching them trying to break it so gave me back a little bit of life because it was like we already <laughs> you can't you can't break a clipboard we already yeah. hated the syndicate um they fucked with me it rise to despise after attacking the ducks holy shit people hate them there is no saving this um if if there were any plans to turn these guys face that's never gonna happen uh, wow. Like, the level of vitriol for these guys. Thermonuclear, heat. borderline Eva Marie heat. Yeah. It's it's insane how hated they are now. They can't be Eva Marie, though, because well, most Tommy of them can can't wrestle. match. Eva Marie is... Eva Marie's gear was always on point. Yes. She's yeah. all red everything. Tommy, if you're going to wear all black gear, your blacks have to match. This week they did. I will, I will give him that one compliment. This week all of his blacks were the same color black. Which anyone who doesn't think that's a thing, it's a fucking thing. Yeah. People are like, oh, come on. How many shades of black are there? Thousands. One, thousands. Two, you've obviously never seen Spinal Tap where they get the all black album and it's a pastel black, really. Yeah. Um, you have matte black, you have shiny black. You have you glossy have, black. You have like a more heather gray black. You have you charcoal. You have jet black. There, yeah. there are thousands of blacks. You have obsidian. You have yeah. onyx. Fuck ton of black. All right, moving on. That sounded way more race related than it was. No, we're just talking about. We're the just color talking black. about the actual factual color. Yeah, of we're black. not talking about skin at all because black people are brown. Technically, right? That sounds even more racist. I'm just not even going to comment on that one. <laughs> just going to let that one go right on by. I'm just talking about the actual color, like, on an artist color wheel. Yes, okay. Black. There's lots of black. Um, all right, that leads us to the unannounced John Schuyler versus Gunner match. We got Gunner's little buddy. Gunner's little buddy, which we tried to get going. And, and fucking couldn't, because this crowd was absolute shit. Yeah. Um, Corey is the worst manager of all time. Corey's, he's not the worst human of all time, because in all honesty, I don't give that much of a shit about him. <laughs> we, we haven't cared enough to know him as a human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I care so little that even when angry little midget gets chanted, I'm not offended. And yeah. that's typically something that I would frown upon yeah. chant wise but I just don't fucking care about Corey so Hollis. the whole time Hollis is just yelling at Gunner Skylar and Gunner they they put on a pretty good match I'm, yeah. I don't want to take away from the match but Hollis took away from the match for me yeah. I hate him so much that I just my care level dips below negative yeah. like it's like there's zero cares and then there's Corey Hollis. Fuck. Like, can I go get a snack? Do I need to piss? Uh, well, that's the thing. It would have been a good match. Like, it had the right emotion. The The moves looked really good. But then you put Corey Hollis in the mix, and it's like, oh. Well, this took <coughs> away. Um, this actually... Yeah. I think this crippled the match in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, um, it, I think it hurt to have Corey out there. I do, too. At first. I think later on, I, where it was going... They should have brought him in later. Yes. Um, so, Skyler 
Ends up beating Gunner due to Corey's bullshit. Yep. Gunner gets pissed off, and for the first time ever, did something I liked. Power bomb the everlasting piss out of Corey Hollis twice. Power bombed him so hard his fucking shoe came off. Both shoes. Both shoes. Hell yes. Thank you, Gunner. Um And then Gunner tried to stuff them down Corey's pants. Yes. And then he went and got his baby. Yep. And marched around the ring with his baby. <laughs> we also have a theory that it's not his baby, and he was just like, This is my prize. <laughs> he, he was a modern day Viking pillaging. <laughs> And he just took a baby and left. He was like, this is my baby now. <laughs> I wanted some baby uh-huh. back ribs. <laughs> this is mine. There are rumors out there. Uh, and I'm not the person who put this out there. Uh, check today before I before we recorded to make sure I didn't say anything out of line. There are rumors out there that he may be heading to Orlando. Um, if that's true, congrats. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Gunner, for the final PWX moment. Um, if it's not true then okay but i i'm pretty sure it is um he's cleaned up a lot he his is. whole look and usually if an indie guy does that that means they're going to orlando so thank you gunner um i really hope that was your baby because it was a cute baby yeah that that baby was adorable and we hope that was yours um if not it is now <laughs> and at the same time too knowing gunner is a family guy and knowing I've heard a lot about him behind the scenes and outside the ring. We hate him as a character. Yes. But from everything else I've heard, he's an heard. excellent dude. Yeah. So, um, congrats to him. I hope he can do everything and more that he wants to to help support his family and continue wrestling. Uh, that will be great yep. for him. So, And honestly, I actually, if he is going to NXT, I could see where they could use him right now. Yeah. Um, not that they don't have talent, but I... I could he always puts on good matches. I mean, yeah. they're not our style. He's a heel character, but yeah. he puts on good matches. He can definitely be that big beast, beefy power guy um, and do well with it. So I'm not going to lie. If you put him against Braun Strowman, I might actually give a shit about Braun Strowman. There you go. All right. Uh, our final match of the evening, our main event. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, Red Dragon. Take on Anthony Henry and Ethan Case. Thoughts? So many feels. So many feels. So many feels. How would Anthony and Ethan never tagged before now? So many feels. Have they not ever? They they said in their promos afterwards that this was the first time they'd ever tagged. Wow. Which is weird because we know they're friends and they travel together a lot. I guess they've always been booked in singles matches. I guess. Uh, I got to play with Ethan's baby. Yeah. She's and awesome. Her. She's wonderful. Super wonderful. She's going to have more miles in the indie scene. Oh, than I will ever have in my life. By the life. time she's two, then some wrestlers will get in their career. Yeah. Uh, but Without anyway. a doubt. Uh, I like this match. Started not so serious. They did a lot of comedy spots and, you know, O'Reilly trying to kick off Ethan's head and Ethan getting freaked out and telling him, hey, hey. Stop it. Stop that. <laughs> you know, uh, that kind of stuff. PWX especially has this magical ability to give you a quality comedy and serious match. And it's it's usually the same guys involved. Yes. So I think it's a relationship thing. I think PWX isn't scared of admitting 
that it's 2017 and we know this is a show. And, and it and brings something to the table when you tell me these guys are friends in real life. When you show me these guys all hang out backstage and crack jokes and bring it out to the ring, I enjoy that. Yeah. I know some people don't are like, fuck it, keep it kayfabe. No. It's 2017. Well, even still keeping it kayfabe, it's not like they have a feud going. But I I think there's something about PWX especially where they can do this. They can have a very funny, yet very serious, very real match. Yeah. Um, it takes an insane amount of talent to pull that off. And every time I see it, I like it. And it's what's interesting about it is other indie acts that do this, like the Young Bucks, they are always kind of ridiculous. Yeah. That's their whole point. Nobody in this match is a ridiculous character. No, not at all. But it was funny. I mean, we got the man with three first names. We did. Uh, Anthony Paul Henry. Go, go, APH. Indeed, indeed. Um, and we're going to try to get that going more permanently. Um, no one chanted auto parts. Because goddamn this crap. We got like 30 seconds of auto parts. And it was, it was just us, I think. But anyway, um, strong match. Red Dragon looked awesome. Anthony and Ethan looked awesome. I hate if what I've heard about O'Reilly is true, that he's going to be off the indie soon. But I'm glad I've seen him twice. So, because I saw him at that Ring of Honor show. Um Guy can go, and he kicks the shit out of people. You want to talk about another guy that deserves that strong style label? Kyle O'Reilly is definitely it. Speaking of, um, how is the concussion, is that what happened? Who? In New Japan. Oh, uh, Shibata is really, really messed up. Okay. He can't. Oh, see. blind and deaf. Yeah, he can't see out of one eye, and he can barely hear out of one ear. That's um, insane to me. Yeah. So I mean, get well soon, Shibata. Probably need to stay out of a ring, dude. Um, if, I know people. Love if his that's work. what strong style is, no one should do that. Well, that's what it's portrayed as. Um, no one should do that. Yeah. Don't. I'm all for putting on a good show. I'm all for looking badass. Don't go so hard that you're injuring yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and that's a Japan thing. Uh, Have a little bit of self-preservation there, I don't, people. I assume most of our listeners are crazy hardcore and watch Japan, but for those that might not, um, it's they blend MMA and wrestling a lot. I have no idea. Our producers are up to something. So, yeah, but if he has something, whatever. Uh, so anyway, good match. Uh, Red Dragon came out on top, which was a little surprising because for a while, special guests did not win at PWX. Well, I think PWX is really brilliant in that you don't ever have those matches where you 100% know how they're going to yeah. go. And if you think you're going to, they blow it out of the water and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. Um, so there's never been a match at PWX where I'm like, I know exactly how this is going to go and I have no desire to see it. Yeah. So, um, good show. Great show. Um, I wish the crowd had been slightly better. Yeah. The, I, um, that crowd was, but that's terrible. not, that's out of, 
you know, PWX's control. Um, I hope it sold well. I, I would like to go back to that venue. I didn't hate it. No. Um, very comfortable venue. Very comfy chairs. Very comfy um, chairs. Not an issue for me, but issues for others. Uh, I mean, it, I. it was kind of a catch-22. Because of the chairs, um, we didn't get a lot of diving and <clears throat> some of the the crowd and interaction that we're sort of used to with the wrestlers, but at the same time, they were extremely comfortable. So it was one of those situations where it was great. It we'll was... give up a couple spots to be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Elvis had found a pizza bag in a trash can and was eating it. So those pizza molecules still hanging around. Got to get them. He is. He is a turd when it comes to food. I don't know if we mentioned this on the show. I know they stole my pork chop one night, but that was Sammy. That was. Um, Elvis is a turd. He opens cabinets and the bread box and everything, and I'm getting really sick of his shit. Yep. Uh-huh. He, he eats all the things. Yeah. But anyway. All right. So, um, Into the Dragon. You should see it if you haven't yet. High Spots Wrestling Network. Buy the DVD. Support PWX, please. Um. I've seen some requests in shadier areas of the internet that are asking people to pirate PWX. Do not pirate PWX. Give them your money. It's worth it I'm not, every time. I'm not a anti-piracy guy, but give your money to PWX. Yeah. Please, 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 please. They 100% earn it every yeah. time. You will When you pay your 15 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever you pay to see it, you're not going to be mad. No. All right. And if you um, are, then I'm sorry. So, we have a little bit of news, and this is me independently looking at things and being like, what the fuck is going on? Um, it was announced this weekend that Vintage Modern Wrestling is going to... Which, is that not just an oxymoron in and of itself? Yeah, that's a little weird. Vintage Modern Wrestling is going to run a Bruiser Brody Memorial Cup. I'm assuming a tournament, because if you call it a Memorial Cup, it's going to be a tournament. At Cabarrus Arena next February. Um, next February is PWX Rise of a Champion 14, I believe. Sounds about right. So Ryan, call us out on that if we're wrong. Cabarrus, what the fuck? Um, I know everyone has a right to run venues. I know everyone has a right to do what they're going to do. However, um, this doesn't seem above board. There is some shady shit going on here. Not entirely kosher. Uh, you know, I know people are like, oh, the territories are dead. Don't worry about it. But you still don't fuck with there, somebody. There's courtesy. There's, there's definitely common courtesy. Give me a heads up and let me, you know, talk to you and we'll reach a business agreement rather than just saying fuck you. This is a definite fuck you. If this is a memorial show, um, traditionally, memorial shows are used for charity. Because if you're going to use the name of a dead person, it needs to be a good thing, not just to make money. Yeah. Um. We're not WWE on the indies, you know? Don't do that shit. Because Andre the Giant Battle Royal is just to make money. Yep. Um, I know what's going on. Uh, some other people know what's going on. 
It's not cool. And I would highly, highly advise anyone listening to this show right now to not support that show. Don't give it talk. Don't give it likes. Make them have to cancel it because they don't sell enough tickets. And um, it's, if it's, it were, if it were being done in a respectful, right. appropriate way, that wouldn't be the feeling. And I know, I know, Bruiser Brody's wife is involved, and you know, if this is above board and all that, please reach out and tell me. Please let me know. How this is above board. Show me this isn't a fuck you. I'm begging you to do it. Because I don't think you can. Um, I trust my sources. And I would highly, highly encourage any fans to stay the fuck away from this show. The wrestlers, I understand you got to get paid. Uh, I, I can't hold that against you. If they ask you to work it, there's not... I can't say don't work a show. Good, You got to take your job. But fans, we don't have to go. We can make an active choice to join up and show them this shit is not going to stand. Um, Ed, friend of the show from PWX, has been around this game a long time. He knew Bruiser Brody. If Ed's pissed off... You should be too. Um, There's a lot of shadiness, a lot of stuff on the indies that I wish wasn't that way. I wish everybody could work together and be friends and make North Carolina the place to go for indie wrestling. Because if they joined forces, if everybody could be nice and work together, there's not anywhere else in the country that has that much good wrestling. Um, even like LA doesn't have that much Orlando doesn't have that much so it's just sad to see something that should be should be a good thing a good thing being overcast by all of this yeah Um, so yeah please prove me wrong I I would like to be proven wrong here but I don't think it's going to happen hate to end on a bummer note there but Unless some magical news is on the internet right now. Producer Elvis is taking a bath and it's real cute. Okay, there we go. Um, Didn't we have a birthday? Yes, Jason Cade's birthday was this week. Yes. I'm sorry we didn't know ahead of time or we would have brought you gummy bears on Sunday. Um, Or balloons. Or gummy bear balloons. Also, I would like to shout out Jason Cade for just being an all-around great dude. He is Um, He is... He has been really, really receptive to us, and he's a good guy, and we love him. I want to see him everywhere. Um, I, if he gets signed, I will miss him dearly. He, Very but much so. he would deserve it 100. percent So, Cade, thanks, man. Uh, hopefully, y'all will be hearing him on this show very soon. We're we're working on it. I promise. Um, it's just schedules are tough, especially when you have. They drove like 14 hours from Florida and then Angel got hurt. And so I get, yeah, yeah, it didn't work out this time. But we're going to work it out and it's going to be awesome. We've got some new portable equipment that will be in place soon. 
So uh, hopefully, if you would like to talk to us before what lies beneath next month, we'll bring the mic and the computer and we'll try it out. You can be guinea pigs for us uh, on the show. But and if any of you fans are just man gunning for for the belt and and want to be part of this, let us know. Um, mm-hmm. If you've got something to say, we're receptive to it. We want to yeah. hear. You know, we're if, not. If you have a show, I would love to work together, figure something out. Um, you know, we'll help you guys. You help us. It's not. We might have a lot of the same fans, and I understand that, but we might have some that aren't. So we we're doing this because it's fun. Yeah, that's that's our main thing. We're having fun, so you know we we want to hear what y'all have to say. We wanna we wanna make this as enjoyable for you as we can. Yes, yeah. that's our main um, goal. Is yeah. Oh, I do have other news we can talk about. I forgot. Speaking of podcasts and guests. Fucking Leo Rush charging for podcast appearances. I get it. You have to make a living. Yeah. But, but Leo's not hurting for bookings. He's not hurting for bookings. It feels very much that he's getting too big for his britches. And the I think where the real problem came in with that is he said if I wanted to talk on the phone, I would call my son. Yeah. So it could have just been, hey, I have to make ends meet. And then all of a sudden it was... Hey, fuck you. You're not worthy of my time. Right. Um, and if I felt like it was like a character thing, like if I felt like it was a heel character, yeah. kayfabe thing, I wouldn't be as pissed. But he's never been a heel character. Yeah, it just comes off. It it very much, very much alienates you. And from I your- actively now am less excited about seeing Leo Rush next time I see him. Yeah. So. It definitely sours your taste of him. Oh my god, we need to come up with a uh be on our podcast chant or something <laughs> for next time we see. Him. I'm an asshole. On that note, <laughs> uh you can follow us at sad podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I'm kind of running the Twitter, cat's kind of running the Instagram. So, if you want to get in touch with us or let us know anything, those are the most direct ways to get us. Uh, Facebook, we have the fan page and the closed group if you'd like to join that. Um, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, wherever you want to find us, we're there. Use whatever podcast app you like. Uh, We should get picked up by it because I was looking at our shit. Apparently, there's a lot more podcast apps than I thought there were. Um, Alrighty then. Yeah. You can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kat Kelpie, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E, or on Instagram at Dublin Cat, D-U-B-L-I-N-K-A-T. <laughs> I was like, she didn't finish that. <laughs> All right, on that note, shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing.
Bam-a-lam, whoa, Black Betty Bam-a-lam, she's from Birmingham